Hey love, and welcome to the Boss Mama podcast. The podcast that is for the woman, the mother, that is ready to ditch the mother-loving rules she has been living by and to start writing her own. For you to learn how it is that you can hold the energy, hold all the things that you want in this life, wear all the hats, and do it without compromising your nervous system, do it without compromising your marriages, your relationships, compromising you. Life doesn't have to feel so hard, mama. It absolutely doesn't need to be. So I hope you will join me as I share more about my journey from going from a burned out, registered nurse, new wife and mother, to a thriving and aligned mama of two who's finally building the marriage, the life, and the business that lights her soul on fire. Someone who no longer feels like a victim or feels like the mother-loving boss of her own life. I'm going to teach you how to do the same, Mama. So let's just dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I am, gosh, I'm so excited to be here and to be sitting down and finally having a chat with you. Um, If you're watching on YouTube, hi. (laughs) You can probably see that I am completely like, I just haven't changed yet today. I was been working out in the yard. Something, it's spring here in upstate New York. It's almost summer. We're almost, we're at the tail end of May, heading into June. And all my fellow Geminis and Cancers, I know that you are just like in your glory right now as I am. I am just so, all I want to do is be outside and I'm feeling called to be outside too, um, which is something that, again, I feel like today's going to be a bit of a mixed bag, a bit of a soul chat, a bit of a life update, but I also really want to talk about something that is something that I've personally been I'd say expanding on, working through, transmuting. I mean, gosh, let's just be honest. The journey, I'd say the journey of like truly becoming who you really are never ends. I do feel and believe that you do get to a certain point where you're no longer quote unquote healing, but you're, you're, you're transcending. You are. You're. You're never gonna not be expanding. Um, but I'll be honest. For the last, uh, you know, seven years, um, I've been focused on this healing part of my journey, and it sounds kind of crazy to say that I feel like I've been healing. And again, I'm using quotation marks for the last seven years. But I feel like when you if you're listening to this and you're here i feel like you know what i mean when you just no longer feel like you can tolerate that way of being anymore you no longer can tolerate any thought or belief 
or habit or um, yeah, story that doesn't allow you to feel how you truly know in your soul you crave to feel, how you truly know in your in your heart and in your soul that you were made to feel. So this goes, it ties into everything, you know, that I've talked about here on the podcast. You know, I've, I've shared a lot about my journey um, with, you know, starting this business, with starting this podcast, with um, shifting gears from my business as a health and fitness coach and starting my coaching business and working with mothers, working with other, um, you know, healers and empaths and um CEOs and entrepreneurs, women who have that feeling that women that are waking up, um, that feel like they can't ignore that call on their soul, that they are here for something more and that the way that they've been living is not true for them. And that's really like what the, my story is all about is answering that call and showing up to as my, you know, as the universe, as God, as spirit, whoever you want to call it, keeps, you know, listening, tuning in and really like getting reconnected to who I really am and paying attention to where the feelings are coming up and where the judgment, the shame, um, the bitterness, the resentment, where, where is that showing up for me? And approaching my life from this place of curiosity and this place of understanding that I can change. I can change this. I can shift. I can grow. I can evolve. And that's really where I've been at is, um, you know, once again, I feel like I've, I've shifted. And the last six or eight months, I feel like um, I've circled back to, uh, you know, I feel like the path that I've been on has guided me to an even deeper level of understanding of who I am. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting there. I feel like I'm getting to that point of where I'm no longer, I'm no longer just healing, but I'm transcending and I'm expanding and I'm ascending to that next, my higher self. But I've, I've, in order to do that, I've really had to let, I've really had to acknowledge a lot of hurt and a lot of, um, a lot of trauma from my past that I have, I, I buried quite honestly. And maybe you can relate to that. Like, there's so much that has come up in the last two, three months that is shit that I literally, like, I didn't even know that that, like, I didn't even acknowledge that as, as trauma. But something that I know, and I want to say this for whoever needs to hear it, that trauma is trauma. Like, there is no big, like, trauma, it doesn't have to mean, you know, a car accident. It doesn't have to mean that, you know, that you you were raped or abused as a child, trauma is when there was a moment where a feeling of of lack of safety in your body, where you 
let your soul did not feel safe in your being in your body in your physical body and you chose to then escape right you 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 chose to leave your body as a means of protecting yourself and when i say mean your body it means like you literally literally like close off that that part of you you close off um think of it as like scar tissue or um like building a barrier almost and so whenever something but then whenever something happens in your life that triggers or gets close to familiarizing or getting close to um that barrier you create a response you create a coping mechanism i'll create a way of being that you shift into a habit a thought or reaction to protect yourself from feeling that that fear from feeling that lack of safety but you might not even be aware of what that of that trauma you just have you just are aware of the response you're just aware and that's usually how it works, at least for me and with a lot of, you know, with my work and with my clients, that's usually like where we start to catch ourselves is we become aware of the response. And it's only when we are able to have that courage to acknowledge the response and acknowledge and, and sit with the response and sit with the feeling and get curious and start to almost again be willing i think the first step too is just being willing to to um to hold space for that part of our for, for that that we can really start to um to do the work of of transmuting that trauma and be willing to shift and let go of that response and create more healthy dynamics and allow ourselves to actually feel how we want to feel but that involves again a lot of courage a lot of a lot of processing and being willing to sit with how what we with what needs to with what needs to be acknowledged and for me that's been just a lot of um a lot of forgiveness of myself for 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 not for not seeing myself for not um again not even acknowledging that that happened to me for not holding for for shaming myself for um letting quote unquote letting that happen to me and um and just forgiving how i've let that let that take you know take charge of so much of my life and how i showed up in relationships how i showed up in around my family and just in life around men around women like around like just the 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 way i it, it changed me and really um just a lot hold it like holding space for me 
and letting myself be angry and letting myself be hurt and letting myself feel what I should have, I shouldn't say, not should, but feeling what I, I didn't feel safe to feel at, in that moment. And it's created so much more space in my life. And it's what it had, what it's done is it's, is it's, it's lifted that weight off my shoulders and it's made space for so much more to come in. I feel like I'm in this place of my, of life where I'm just like the veil has been lifted because the fog is lifting that weight, that heavy, dense fog weight that surrounded me for so long has lifted. And I'm seeing clearly and I'm seeing myself clearly. I'm I'm seeing myself clearly and therefore I feel like I'm able to start seeing everything clearly. Seeing where I have not been showing up, uh, been true to myself in my marriage, been true to myself as a mother, been true to myself as a daughter, as a friend, as a business owner, as a coach. Where am have I been showing up from this? old wounded version of myself this small version of myself and and allowing myself to to ponder and visualize and shift and let go of that all of it and what would that look like to actually be me to actually step in and show up as amy as who for who I really am, to share my true voice, to share my true my truth, and it takes work. It takes practice because what we spend so long getting good at protecting ourselves. We spend we get so good at it, right? And awareness is you know the first step to transcendence. But what comes after that is usually the part that a lot of people tend to shy away from. And this is where the courage steps in. This is where the discipline, this is where the masculine steps in because you have to be willing to keep showing up for yourself. You have to be willing to keep shifting into that new way of being when you catch yourself that old, you know, wounded part of you it's like as you're as you are um or you know a better analogy i was just sharing with this with a friend it's like it's like for so long you kind of just like look at your garden and you can't like it's just a jungle and you just don't even like it's so overwhelming you just don't even want to deal with it and then it's like you finally just put your gloves on and you just start one by one pulling out the weeds. And each time you pull out a weed, and in this analogy, like the weeds are your wounds, the, those parts of you, those those um, traumas, right? Each time you pull out that weed, you can't see the big the difference right away. But as you keep pulling out the weeds, you car you you see the space open up. You see, it's like a new canvas is created in your garden. Because you can start to see, oh, wow, 
this would look so beautiful right there. Wow, I didn't even realize how beautiful this garden really was because of all these weeds. Uh, or wow, look at that beautiful flower that I never noticed before because it was overshadowed by, you know, that um, <laughs> dandelion. I don't even know. Um, and that's where I feel like I've been at. I feel like I've been weeding for, for the last, um, you know, seven years. Um, and I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm beyond the point of weeding. Um, now I'm, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm designing and I'm, I'm at the drawing board of, wow, what do I want this garden to look like? I've cleared out all these weeds. There's so much space. It's it's just so open. And it's just being really, and it's almost just like there's this pause because I feel like I'm getting to know myself again. And I feel like that's really important for me to touch on because I know that you know, again, like this safety, there's this part of me that's been so driven to always have a plan. And I think that's what's part of what I've ex like un uncovered recently. And maybe again, you can resonate with this is that, you know, as a people pleaser, as a caregiver, I, I did, I've always been, so much of my safety has come from just accomplishing and from knowing where I'm going and what's next and what do I call myself and what's my role here and um that unknown is so intimidating it can be so intimidating and in the past I would fill the space in the past I would run to the store and want to fill in all the gaps right away and what I've been forcing myself is to be still, forcing myself to not jump on every, you know, new idea that comes through, but to really sit and ask, what feels right? What is my intuition telling me? What is my, my, what, and letting myself ride that wave and really start to pick up on where it is where it is my mind is coming in and trying to guide me versus what is my soul? What is my body trying so desperately to get me to hear? But if we don't have that willingness to be still, if we don't have that willingness, that courage to slow down, have that courage to hold space, you know, it's like, this is the next part, you know, right? It's the awareness. Then it's the, you know, pulling of the weed and seeing the weed and, ah, the roots coming out and really like, have like doing that dirty work, right? But then it's tending to the soil, right? Cleansing the soil and and not rushing to plant something right away, but really making sure that it's got fertile ground for it to thrive. And that's where I feel like I've been at. And that's why it's been, you know, a minute since I recorded my last podcast episode, because 
I don't want to just show up and record a podcast episode just because an algorithm says that's what makes the most sense, right? Or because the masculine, you know, that masculine, hyper-masculine, overdriven version of myself, that's what I would do. I want to show up when I feel truly called to show up. And it's not about avoiding, this is, and and this is where, again, this is going to be different for every single one of us. That balance is going to look so different for you. That balance of masculine and feminine, of where the discipline needs to come in, the commitment needs to come in, and then where the ease, the flow comes in, it's going to be so different depending on you, your season, your your chapter, your, you know, your responsibilities, your roles. Like, are you, you know, depending on if I, what, this looks so differently for me as a mom of two, two under two or three, you know, I can't even say that much longer. My son, my oldest is going to be three next month and I'm going to have a one-year-old. It's going to be crazy, but it's remembering that I can't hold myself. I'm, I'm, I'm always evolving. I might not always be healing, but I'm always evolving. And it's being willing to evolve, being willing to not hold yourself to the version of you that doesn't even exist anymore. It's being willing to have those pauses and to practice tapping into to what's true and not always reacting to what's what's um, been programmed out of just fear and conditioning. So, oh man, I can talk forever. And, but really, I wanted to come back to judgment. I want to kind of keep this, you know, I don't want to take the, to make this too, too long. But I did want to talk about um, something that I read in, this was my, if, again, on YouTube, you can see the book. But the, one of the, fir- the very first personal development book that I ever read when I started this journey seven years ago. And I say seven years ago because that I started with um, really, my point of entry was um, just really wanting to feel better in my body. I struggled so much with um, body dysmorphia and disordered eating and disordered exercise for most of my life. And um, when I was, you know, when everything started to, in my material world, started to sort of come together and I still felt that empty void within me, I knew that I needed to make a change. I knew I was so sick and tired of feeling like I was achieving again, that masculine, I was achieving everything I felt like I, I should, I, I should want. I was, I was, I had it all. Still felt so empty. And that was my, that was my point of entry of like, okay, this is my first bottom. This is my first rock bottom. I just want to feel good in my skin. I want to feel like I don't need to control me and my body so much. I want to feel enough. And so 
I start, that's when I, I was, I found Beachbody and I started to really focus on my, my physical health, but not just my physical health, my mental health. And so I started incorporating personal development and my first book that I read was The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, Ruiz. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but it was no accident that this was my first book that I ever read. And it was the first, my first introduction that people's judgment of you has nothing to do with you. It is only a reflection of them. And it allowed me to have this compassion um, for myself, but also for others of really starting to see um, judgment in a whole new in a whole new lens and to really get curious and start to understand the judgment that i had about myself and so in the first chapter um i just want to read this little bit of what he how he describes this so he he says we create an image of how we should be in order to be accepted by everybody we especially try to please the ones who love us, like mom and dad, big brothers and sisters, the priests and the teacher. Trying to be good enough for them, we create an image of perfection, but we don't fit this image. We create this image, but this image is not real. We are never going to be perfect from this point of view. Never. Not being perfect, we reject ourselves. And the level of self-rejection depends upon how effective the adults were in breaking our integrity. After domestication, it is no longer about being good enough for anybody else. We are not good enough for ourselves because we don't fit with our own image of perfection. We cannot forgive ourselves for not being what we wish to be or rather what we believe we should be. We cannot forgive ourselves for not being perfect. And so we try to hide ourselves and we pretend to be what we are not. The result is, is that we feel inauthentic and wear social masks to keep others from noticing this. We are so afraid that somebody else will notice that we are not what we pretend to be. We judge our others according to our image of perfection as well. And naturally, they fall short of our expectations. We dishonor ourselves just to please other people. We even do harm to our physical bodies just to be accepted by others. You see teenagers taking drugs to, just to avoid being rejected by other teenagers. And they are not aware that the problem is that they don't accept themselves. They reject themselves because they are not what they pretend to be. Humans punish themselves endlessly for not being what they believe they should be. Nobody abuses us more than we abuse ourselves. And it is the judge, the victim, and the belief system that makes us do this. So I wanted to talk about this and just share that with you because it's a reminder and maybe you needed this reminder that judgment truly is just coming from a place of not accepting ourselves and where it is that we are trying to so hard to wear a mask or show up a certain way despite 
it not feeling true, that is our first clue of where we truly need to step in and start doing some weeding, where we need to start doing some healing. And this, it, this is my reminder of just how far I've come in that process. And that your reminder that if you're on that journey right now, to not feel ashamed or that it's okay if it takes you seven years to get to the put, put, to get to the point where you are that you are now transcending that you're at that drawing board that you are building the garden of your dreams because the most important work is the prep the most important part is the part that you're in right now which is being willing to get in the dirt and weed and pull out the roots and get to the roots of what is really causing you to feel ashamed and to judge yourselves and to show up not as you truly are not for who you truly are because the more that you can do that the more you can free yourself and clear those roots and and open up your garden and free yourself from that fog and that weight the more life is going to truly start to feel how you've always craved it to feel the more space you're going to allow god to step in or spirit to step in and send you what is true that you're going to be able to recognize what is true because one by one story by story weed by weed you are going to stop or you're going to limit that fear that fear is no longer going to feel like it's just overpowering you you're going to have those moments of clarity you're going to have more space more silence more ability to tune in to what your intuition and what your body and what your soul is truly trying to say so i'm gonna leave it here for today because i guess i had more to talk about than i than i realized but like i said I knew today was going to be a bit of just a soul chat and a catch up. And I think a part of me too is um, been afraid or just needing to come to terms to of understanding that vulnerability is not weakness. Vulnerability does not discredit you for how strong you are. It doesn't take away from the power within you. But actually, it is the thing that is significantly qualifying you to step up and lead. Because you cannot have power and strength without vulnerability. You cannot have power and strength that is sustainable without vulnerability because you have to be willing to see and witness where it is you've been hurt and where your wounds are and where you need to heal so that you can keep showing up and get stronger and get better and to keep going 
And as someone that I feel so, you know, has dedicated my let my soul's purpose here is to help you, is to serve, is to be here, be a voice for other mothers. I'm these women that are out there that feel like they need to step up and they're answering that call on their soul. I I've realized that this it doesn't serve you for me to show up how I feel like with a mask. It doesn't serve you for me to show up and pretend like it's all sunshine and rainbows because it's not. And I don't want to lead you astray. I don't want to lead you to some other illusion or to pretend like I have it all together all the time because I don't. And hopefully in here in me sharing vulnerably and authentically my path, you will feel empowered to keep walking your own and to keep navigating and showing up for you because I can promise you it gets better and it gets brighter and it gets so much clearer and the weight in the fog will lift if you keep going. All right, if you needed the reminder and no one's told you this recently, I want you to know that you are not alone. You are so enough and you are so loved and you are so worthy and you have a special gift to share with this world. And I hope that you trust that and believe that. And if you don't yet today, or maybe in this moment, just someday, I hope that you can see that for, for yourself. All right. I will catch you in the next episode. I hope you are well. I hope you have a lovely rest of your day, whatever time of day it is. And I will talk to you next. Bye-bye. so thankful that you joined me for today's episode if you liked this episode it would mean the world to me if you would take a screenshot and tag me on instagram at she is boss mama or better yet give this podcast a rating or leave a review that helps me get the message out to the women that so badly need to hear how possible it is to take back your life and start writing a new story don't forget to check out the show notes to download my free Empowered Mama meditation series with my HD Mama blueprint and all of the other ways that you and I can work together to help you become the mother-loving boss that you were born to be. Until next time, Mama.